Welcome to another Lips interview where we sit down with musicians, photographers, business owners, and more to bring you guys an in-depth look at who they are and what they're up to. I'm your host, Devante, and you can check us out on our website and socials linked down below for more content. Thank you and hope you enjoy. All right. Um, so we're back with another episode, and today I am here with Danielle Brooks, the owner and creator of A Piece. Yay! Our wonderful home decor brand that's uh, starting to go up that I really enjoy. I bought my mother a set of coasters for her birthday this past year, so I'm a big fan personally. Um, so how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Good. Um, never better. Thanks for uh, agreeing to do this. I know you have a lot on your plate, so I'm thanks for taking the time person, out. Yeah, <laughs> I have no time at all, actually. Mm. Well, I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, just for uh, listeners who may or may not be familiar with you, um, what was the place like you grew up? Like geographically, where was it in relation to the rest of Atlanta? And then, like, what do you think uh, you would say about the area in general? Um, so I'm from down south, Clinton County, Riverdale specifically. Uh, and I would say that the area is best described as a ratchet bougie. <laughs> like it's it's ratchet most times, but I guess the, the people there live a bougier life. So you kind of want better in your life growing up there. Like you aspire for better because a lot of great people have come from Clinton County. So, right. yeah. And what do you think your... Uh... How would you describe your, like, home dynamic in terms of, like, how do you feel like you lived growing up? Um, I mean, I'm a baby of six in total, so it was very chaotic all the time. And But I love, like, family noise and stuff like that, so that's really not an issue for me. But, you know, single mother, house full of kids, crazy times. I mean, I can't really say that it was a bad experience. I feel like most people kind of live that lifestyle so it's nothing amazing but it's nothing bad either I wouldn't consider it bad yeah and I also think um having been from the area as well that um a lot of people lived similar lives as us yeah. so it was definitely no one ever felt alone in it I no. guess and like you never uh got I guess roasted for the things that if you went to another place you would get roasted for like it was just like oh like you need a ride to school one day or something like that because your mom couldn't take you. Okay, I'll just take you. Like, it's nothing big. It's nothing terrible about it. For sure. And so within that house uh, growing up, um, when is the first time you can remember vividly um, liking home decor, even noticing a home decor, like, set up, maybe if it was, like, a relative or somewhere you went? Yeah. Um, for me, I started building my own dollhouses, like super, super young. And that's mm -hmm. when I kind of realized that that's like the home decor is what I wanted to do. I would literally take a huge moving box and build rooms and paint the rooms different colors. And like I would snip up socks to make bed sheets or like curtains wow. and stuff like that. Yeah, my mom hated it. But I mean, that's what I wanted to do. And it was fun for me. So it started super, super young. I had to be maybe like seven, eight when I started doing it. And so I guess your mom hated you cutting up the socks and stuff. But um, other than that, were they supportive of it, I guess, as a 
dream concept you know a lot of parents like to steer their uh kids to a specific career yeah. path or field um did you bring up home decor early and if so what was their response to it uh i honestly didn't think it was much of a career in home decor that came to me very much later in life i didn't know what i was going to do leaving outside of uh, school and i don't think i really talked to my mom about it either it was just kind of one of those things where like she'll figure it out like she didn't pressure me into anything thankfully so I was able to just figure things out on my own and I kind of came across this one day and I realized oh man like I want to do something that makes me happy like I actually like going to work to do and this was it overall. So she didn't press you into any career did she press you to go to school or the military at all or was it really hands-off? It was really hands-off seriously like she my mom didn't pressure me into anything. I would feel like my dad kind of pressured me into things. Like it was like go to school or go to the military. And I'm just, uh, not that I'm against it. It's just, it wasn't for me at the moment. You know, I may change my mind about it later on. And I'm sure that either one of them will be happy with that. But at the end of the day, it's my life. And I think both of them kind of respect that. Mm, that's nice. A lot of uh, people's parents don't give them that same space. Um, so you opt not to go to school, you're fumbling through life. What were your earliest like jobs like? Oh man. <laughs> um, so I worked at Atlanta bread and I worked at Panera bread, which I mean, they're food jobs. So you have fun, but do you really love the job? But I had a job at pier one and that changed my life when it comes to uh, home decor. That's when I really, really fell in love, like helping people find pillows or like, decorate an entire room like whatever the case was that's when I knew I fell in love so pier one was like that was my it thing that was my favorite uh go-to job mm. from my past jobs and so you decide you're gonna seriously pursue home decor and then uh what was that like as far as like getting certified because I personally don't know anything about that process it's not hard getting certified I think um it was a pretty easy process. It's just about finding somebody who's actually going to uh, certify you and it be something that you can actually use. Like there are a lot of certifications for everything, but you know, some certifications hold weight, some certifications just don't. And I think I found mine just Googling online. I think I was looking for an interior design school and then it just didn't work out with my schedule. And then I ended up finding something online. And I think it was like, an eight-week course for like $600 or something like that. I don't think it was too bad, but that's carried me a long way, like getting that certification. Because, I mean, of course you could do interior decorating without certification, but it's just a lot harder getting into the field and for people to actually take you serious without anything. Like you have right. to have something. Even if you have like a portfolio, that works on top of, you know, a certification or just anything small that you can show that shows people that you're serious about it. Okay. So, um, do you, so, okay. So you said you think it would have been harder to pursue without a certification. Yeah. So for someone else who maybe doesn't have the finances right now to get certified or to pursue that, what do you think would be the best first step they could look to take? The best first step you could probably take without going to school is finding people who will let you decorate their spaces. 
Like, even if it's small, even if it's a paint job, even if it's just a small dining room area, but just finding people who will let you um, be yourself and show the different things that you can do and stuff like that. It's mainly about, this business is mainly about people. Like, you have to know somebody in order to move along or to get clients or to get, you know, ideas, whatever the case is. You have to know somebody. So it's a lot of networking that you have to do. So outside of schooling, you're going to be talking a lot. Like you're going to need to talk a lot to a lot of people and just get them to trust you, honestly. And you come off generally as like a more quiet person. So what was that like uh, starting to branch out and put yourself out there? It's tough. Um, It's tough until I realized that we have the same um, outlook, not even like on design, but the passion of wanting to turn your home into a space that you love. Like, when I see that in you, it's a lot easier for me to talk to you because, you know, now I'm passionate about it. Now I want to help you turn your space into your favorite place to be. So it kind of just comes out. You know, I am a quiet person in general, but it comes out once, you know, I feel the room. Hmm. That makes sense. So um, how did you come up with the name of Peace? I really wish I could remember this story, but I feel like one day I just woke up and I started writing down all these different, um, I know I wanted it to start with an A and I knew I wanted it to be lowercase. That's literally how it started. And I was just like, okay, so where can I go from here? And I just started saying different things and I was like, a piece. And I was like, a piece of your home, a piece of me for your home, like all of that stuff. And I was like, oh snap, it worked. But originally it's had different names and all of that stuff but that just kind of stuck to me a piece it means a lot so what was the runner-up name um man it has something to do with danny b something (laughs) it wasn't good (laughs) that's all i remember it wasn't good it wasn't catchy at all but once i heard a piece i mean it just makes a lot of sense so for um new people who may not be familiar with the brand um what kinds of pieces and services do you offer so as of now i do a lot of resin work so like trays coasters um i actually just did a really huge art piece that i'm going to be uploading soon but i've been working on like wall art i'm about to get started into the more design aspects of things of adding like pillows and um doormats stuff like that but i want to get into actual home decor and then from there the interior design part of me wants to get into um, room consulting and adding that on so that I can kind of help people design their own spaces and stuff so I guess that means you're like fully in the thick of things but like at the time um, I guess backtracking to initially launching um, was there any like hesitation or fear and like um putting it out or like you know being or putting your work out there to you know be received and potentially critiqued by the masses i know that holds a lot of people back it does it and it did actually i was super scared (laughs) um it's tough uh thinking about how the world is how you would make or break your business like other people make and break your business so if you don't like it i have an issue and that would hold anybody back and it did kind of hold me back i definitely could have started this a lot you know earlier in life and i didn't because you know everybody's scared up until you just jump in but um amidst the pandemic i just needed to find something else to do something else needed to 
take over my mind and the things that I was doing at the time. So I jumped in and I don't regret it, actually. It's been really, really fun and I really enjoy it. I realized that it was my um, passion a few weeks in and whether or not I got a customer, I knew that I still love doing that, even if it was for myself. Like I knew I still love doing it. So if um if you hadn't how do I want to phrase this? How okay, well first, how long have you been in business now approximately? Um nine months. Nine months. Yeah, nine months. Okay. It took so me a while. Getting your legs. So then while you were, um, so I guess that it's November now. So that puts it like right before COVID started. Literally as it was starting. Yeah. As it was starting. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You have these plans and then, you know, things change cause the world changes. And so what was it like adapting to adapting your business and your business plan to what was going on in the world? It actually helped a lot because COVID, um, forced me to work from home which gave me a lot more time to work on my business and actually grow it and do things that I wanted to do in it. So it was actually a blessing in disguise trying to start a business in the middle of a pandemic. And um, what's been your best customer interaction so far? Best customer? Honestly, any customer that comes to me and asks me to do whatever because they trust me. Like that feeling is really, really good knowing that Whatever it is that I do, that person is going to love it because they know that I'm going to put in the work and I'm going to give them quality items and stuff like that. So any customer interaction like that, I love those. Have you any had, have you ever had anyone who said anything particularly like nice or, you know, like a certain uh, interaction with a person where like the moment itself of them receiving it stood out to you? Um... Whether they like sent a photo in of them with the person they gifted it to, or maybe you know a video of them, you know something along those lines. Um, I would say uh, there's one in particular person that I can think of. It's a girl that I met over Twitter. And I think one day I had just posted my work and she was just the sweetest individual I've ever met. Like I continued following her. I talk to her now every once and again, like she was so sweet. I can't recall her name, but she made me feel super comfortable because when she ordered from me at the time, I was going through a lot of um, difficult changes in my life. And so she was super encouraging about time and like wait and just oh you know do whatever you want you know I'll be here whenever you're ready like she was super sweet and super caring and um she's probably hands down like if I had to think of one person she's definitely it and what's been the worst experience you've had so far without you know of course singling out the individual (laughs) um I don't think I've had any bad ones. I think the ones that are more difficult for me are people who want me to recreate something that I've already created. Like, it's super difficult for me to do that because the point of my business is for everybody to have a one-of-one. Everybody's supposed to have their own, you know, specific piece made for their home, made for their house, wherever. And anybody who gets kind of annoyed that they'll receive something and it's not exactly like 
you know, a picture or it's not exactly like the picture they sent in. And I guess that's a little annoying for me because I, that's just something I just can't help. It's like, it's not that I don't want to, I just cannot help how it comes out sometimes. So eh, it's not terrible, but those yeah, are a little, a little doable. less than ideal. Yeah. Um, and so how is it, do you still work your regular job now? Um, from home. So yeah, overall, I still work from home. And um like how like how long do you think you would be okay working both and like do you have a I know a lot of people as soon as they start a business like to chart a time where it'd be ideal that they would just be focusing on the business yeah. and like have you thought along those lines? Um yes. And I guess for me I don't have an issue with doing both as long as one doesn't overly take over the other. So if I'm able to continue doing both, I'm going to always do both. I mean, you can never have too many forms of income. So it's just like, I'll clock into your nine to five as long as I'm able to take care of mine at the end of the day, because it doesn't take up my entire day all the time. But some days I do need my days off. Like sometimes I do need time to put in work in my business, but it's not super often because what I do doesn't take a lot of my time. So I think I'm going to rock it out until I can't anymore, honestly. Nice. And so um, where do you see your business in a year about like compared to how many orders you may do like a month now? Um, how many would you like to be doing in a year? Honestly, I feel like in a year I will be completely on the interior design aspect of things. I want to get a lot more into that. And at some point, I think I'm going to offer like trays and coasters and stuff like that for a while, just doing during this time period. But when I can get my hands deeper into interior design, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, like when you're like more able to like go on site, and right? Stuff. Right. So the pandemic kind of has me in a place where I have to do physical moves at home and like products at home. But as soon as we're able to go out and do things, I'm definitely gonna change my uh, direction of things. And what motivates you to, I guess, keep going and push through having both jobs and working your business? Because I know. Every day is it it isn't easy and it does mm -hmm. take a bit of internal drive to get that going. Yeah. Um I feel like everybody's kinda had dark days during this time period and I definitely have had dark days during this time period. And what keeps me going is definitely my future. Like if you just kinda focus on the future and what it is that you want, yeah, it can become a little stressful thinking about how you're gonna get there. But if you have a goal in mind, just stick to it. And my future is definitely my goal. How I want to live, my own home decor. Like, I'm so excited for that in my future life. And that really keeps me going. Like, knowing and wanting what I want out of life. And is there, like, a... Do you have, like, a celebrity or person of interest that you love to work with or uh, design a room or, you know, something for in the future if you could uh, get a hold of this person specifically? Um... It's going to sound weird because he definitely just dropped his million dollar, billion dollar mansion, but I would love to work with Drake. I would love to just redo one of his rooms. Like you've seen his house, you know what it looks like. I fell in love. So I know you fell in love and it's just like, I would love to go over that and just see what else I could do to it. What else could I add to it? So that's definitely somebody I'm always looking forward to meeting in some way possible. And then on a smaller scale, I would say somebody like her, 
I would love to work with her and just kind of pick her brain and make a music room for her or something like that. Like, I'm interested in all of those things. And um, what what do you like to do when you're not working on your business or working? Uh, what, what kind of things occupy your free time, if you ever I'm have any? a huge music head. Like, when I think about my hobbies, all I can think about is the fact that I, I will listen to music all day long. Like, that's just what I love to do. It, it changes my mu- my mood. It makes me feel better. Like, I get to think to it. Like, I think I don't make music because I'm just not musically inclined like that. But I love picking up park music, and I like listening to it. So that's got to be my number one hobby. So I have this guy, um, and you also know him because, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, we used to work together. Um, so his name is KT. <laughs> knowledge taken absolutely he asked me one day um we're working at one of these jobs and um he asked me if i was trapped on a deserted island and i could only have five artists discography for the rest of whatever time i'm able to survive and i can somewhere play it of course um what would those five artists be okay are they dead or alive they have to be whatever alive. you want any Five artists and you get their entire discography. So any tapes that were released under their name. So like if you, for example, pick Drake, you don't get the Drake that's on Lil Wayne songs. You just get the Drake that's released under Drake. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, you said five. Yep. All right. So Drake goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Drake, um, Stevie Wonder for sure. Um, Michael Jackson for sure. Her and Janae Aiko. Those are my top five. I can't. I don't even know if I could live without those artists and their music. Nice. And if you had to do the same thing, but with just dead artists. Oh man! If that's not weird. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um. Oh man, just dead artists. Or maybe let's say. No, no let's say. Let's say, what's your favorite album by a person who's no longer here? Your favorite one album? Only person I could overly think of is Michael Jackson. And I'm going to go with Bad. I want to say that was the, like, my number one album by him. That's great. Because my favorite Michael Jackson album is also Bad. And everyone else <laughs> picks Thriller. And I'm like, eh, no, that's man. cool. But like, like that 80s Michael is Liddy. He was Liddy. And I, are you into movies at all? Yeah. Were there any films that were supposed to come out this year that you are disappointed that they were postponed, pushed back, or canceled altogether? Um, I can't think of any films, but I can think of a show that I was really upset over. Is it Euphoria? No, I haven't watched that yet. I'm really upset about Euphoria. Is it good? It's great. Oh, man, I'm going to start watching it. Um, Your boy Drake executive produced it, actually. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Don't make me cry. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> um, what's it called? It's on Netflix. Stranger Things. Mm. Stranger Things make me super sad. Like, I look forward to that every year. I think that's just everybody's reoccurring thing. That and Big Mouth are also another show that I was really sad about that didn't come out this year. But 2021, man, it looks like it's going to be a really good year for that, at least. 
yeah, all the uh, top titles get a chance to come back. Yeah. Um. So, I knew what I was gonna say, and then I forgot. Um. Um. The holidays are coming up. Um. Will you be offering any specials or deals or anything for holiday season, Black Friday, anything like that? Any people should know about. Actually, it probably won't be until around Christmas time. I haven't really figured it out yet. Um, I know that for now I have closed my uh, customs. So like anything custom made that you want for Christmas, yeah, that's already closed. Because I would need a lot of time to do all of that. And obviously Thanksgiving is right around the corner and I have a whole apartment that I still need to get ready for that. So <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of close, but I think I'm coming up with something for December. But I think I want it to be leaning towards more the interior design aspect of things. So, like, the consulting part of things versus offering a product. And um, I guess to wrap up, if you had to summarize why someone would enjoy working with you, since we're focusing on consulting right now, mm. um, what do you think would be the number one thing you bring to the table that like stands out from other people? I would say my open-mindedness. I'm very open-minded to different ideas and what somebody would want. I'm not the type of individual that forces what I want for your setting down your throat. <laughs> like It's whatever you want, and I want to work around that. Like It's about you. The experience is about you, and I feel like um, I offer a really great you personalized experience nice all right well that's all i have so um yeah thank you for your time and allowing me into your space and i look forward to seeing where your business goes in the coming weeks and months and years yeah man you guys make sure you check out my website oh duh yeah plug your socials and your (laughs) uh your info and whatnot. Yeah, so um, follow me on Instagram at a piece by me. Follow me on TikTok, which you know your girl is doing her thing at a piece by me too. Um, and then that's it, cause everything else is personal and it's just like you don't need that. <laughs> okay, cool. So y'all make sure y'all um give that a follow, and we'll catch y'all next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>